So we're going to pick it up from Daf Pevav Amit Beis, starting the Gemara. The Mishnah had said on Pevav Amit Beis that if a person nullifies a vow, but it was based on misinformation, the halacha is that it's not a valid hafara. And once he gets full information, and then you get 24 hours from the time that you get the full information, because the day that you get uh, with a father and husband get to decide whether to make the, the, the nether or not, begins when they get all the information out. Why, what's the source that they have to know exactly who they're being made for? So let's see the first case of the Mishnah. The father thinks that the daughter made a nether, so he nullifies it, then he finds out it was actually his wife. Salah says it wasn't valid. So it says the Gemara, Lememra, the Yaniya Osa Dafkahu, because the Pasuk says that when he he removes her vow, Osa, Osa is Dafka. It has to be that he knows whose vow he's removing. So the word Osa is Dafka. Okay, here's the Kasha. The Gemara in the beginning of Pezayin says, Why are you assuming that the word Osa, which means her, is Dafka? Maybe it's Lav Dafka. Why would I assume it's Lav Dafka? That it doesn't really matter that you know all the details. Because we have a similar concept regarding ripping Kriya. We know that when someone loses a family member, he has to rip Kriya. The Pasuk says like this, Gabi Kroim, regarding ripping Kriya for a family member, for a Rebbe, it says, Al, Al. It says the word Al. Dabra Melch ripped Al Shaul v'al Yehonasan. Now, the standard reading of that Pasuk is that he knew who he was ripping for. That Al, Al, meaning you have to rip it for him, and it's Dafka. Dechsev Al Shaul v'al Yehonasan beno. However, you would assume that it's Dafka, Vatanya, but the Brisa says, if someone tells him that his father passed away and he rips Kriya, and then you find out that he ripped Kriya for the wrong person, it wasn't his father who passed away, it was really his son, although it says Al, it's really Lav Dafka, as long as you're ripping Kriya, you don't have to know who you're ripping Kriya for. So we're bothered by the Kasha, the contradiction. When it comes to Hataris and Nadarim, we're saying Yaniya Osa is Dafka, that you have to know who who you're nullifying the vow for. But when it comes to ripping Kriya, it's Lav Dafka. What's the difference? It says the word Osa by Nadarim, and it says the word Al by, by ripping Kriya. If Al by ripping Kriya is Lav Dafka, then why isn't Osa Lav Dafka? So the Gemara says, Low Kasha. It's not really a contradiction. And what's the answer? The answer is, it depends what you're told. If a person is told that his father passed away, and it was misinformation, and it was really his son, he's not Yotza. When is he Yotza? He's Yotza when he was told that someone died, and he thought it was his father. Because he wasn't told it was his father, he just assumed it. Then we, then we assume halachically when he ripped Kriya, he had in the back of his mind that it's the possibility it was someone else. So too when it comes to Hataris Nadarim. Is he Yotze if he's made for the Nadarim when he doesn't know who it is? It depends. If he's told that his daughter made a Nadar and it turns out it wasn't his daughter who was his wife, he's not Yotze. But if he was told that a family, a woman in your family made a nether, and he assumed it was the wife, then it would be Yotza. So there's a difference when it comes to Kriya and Sotu by Nadarim. Not just whether you made a mistake, but were you told explicitly that it was the wrong person? Or were you told Stam and you, you assumed the wrong person? Vatanya, and I have a Bryce that backs up this distinction between hearing it's the wrong person and assuming. The Bryce says, Amr le Mace Aviv. 
if someone is told that his father died, he's told the wrong information, Vakara, Biachin and then he finds out it was really his son, he's not Yotza. But Amrloy Maisloy Mace, but if he was just told someone died in your family, and he assumes it's the father, Vikara, and then he rips Kriya, then he finds out it was the son, he's Yotza, because deep down he knows it was a possibility it was his son, because he was never told who it explicitly was. So too by Ataris Nidarim, a person if he if he hears that it was his daughter and it was really his wife, he's not Yotza. But if he was here if he hears it's Stam, a woman in your family, and he assumes, then he is Yotza. Ravashi Yomer, that's one answer. Again, we had a contradiction between Ataris and Dharam where we say it's Dafka and Rip and Kriya where it's Lav Dafka. And we say it's it just depends on what you were told. If you were told uh, the wrong information, then then it's dafka by both. You're not yotza. If you were told stam and you assume the wrong information, then it's lav dafka and you're yotza by both. That's the first answer. Ravashi says The answer is very simple. The halachas are the same, both kriya and hataras adarim. And the answer is, are you yotza if you were if you did the wrong one? It, the, the answer is, it depends when you caught your mistake. If you were told by kriya that your father died and then you rip kriya and then toch dibur, you realize the right one. Toch dibur is like three four seconds. Then you're Yotza. If you realize the mistake after Toka De Deeper, then you're not Yotza. So do I Sadaram. If you made a nether and within two, three seconds you find out you matter the may for the nether, and then you because you think it's your wife, and then within three seconds you told us the daughter, then you're Yotza. After three seconds, you're not Yotza. Hadukamra Yotza de Kriya Shanimsa Benoba Tokta Dibar. Damalo Yotza de Kriblacha de Dibar. And have a brisa that backs it up. Hatanya, the brisa says, "Mishi yesh lochola b'toch beso." If someone has a, a sick person in his house, v'nesalif, and the sick person passed out, ukadai mishames, and he thought the person died, v'kara, and then he rips kriya, but the guy was really alive, v'achach mes, and then he passed away. So the kriya was under false pretenses. Lo yotzei kriya, you're not yotza. But says, "Am Rav Shimon Pazi, Am Rav Yishuv Ben Leiv, Mishum Bar Kapara, Lo Yishanu Wenu, you're not yotza." Ela shemes lachidei dibur is if he died after tochidei dibur. Abu tochidei dibur kadibur dami. Tochidei dibur is is as if it's kadibur dami. Tochidei dibur is within time that it's able to be retracted. V'hilchasam, what's the halacha? Toch k'dei dibur k'dibur dami throughout Torah. If you make a mistake but rectify it within three seconds, it's rectified. Except mimegadif, if someone said, uh, cursed Hashem, God forbid, um, even if he retracted within three seconds, he still gets a death penalty. Obed avodas kacham, if someone does avodah zara, and then within three seconds, like you say, um, uh, you accept avodah zara as your God, and then within three seconds you rectify it, doesn't work. Um, if someone is Mekadesh and Isha, he says, Yisrael, gives her the ring and then three seconds later, within three seconds says, no, I, I want to undo. There's no backseas. Megarish um, and divorce as well. If you Megarish a woman, you give her a get, you can't rectify within three seconds. But for everything else, Toch Dibur is Kedibur Dami. Okay. Now this Mishnah is related to a, a, a sugi that we had a couple days ago. And that is like this. Umra Konam if a woman makes a nether that she's not going to eat te'enim and anavim, she's not going to eat um, figs and uh, and grapes, shiny toemas, so she makes a nether asering both. Now, if he's mekayim half of it, let's say, so he she asered figs and grapes, kaim le'te'enim, and the father hears it and he says, I agree, for the figs, it's a good nether, then kulikayim, once you're mekayim half of it, you're mekayim fully. Once you mekayim half of the nether, the whole nether is mekoyim. There's no such thing as half mekayim. Once you mekayim half, it's fully mekoyim. But what about being mefer half? Hefer l'te'enim enoi mufer achi yefer afla anavim. But the halacha is, if he's mefer half, 
It's not effective. Now there's two pshatim in the Ran. What does it mean it's not effective? Either it means that half of it is Mefar, but it's not fully Mefar. But the, the real pshat the Ran goes is that if you're Mefar half, it is not an annulment. Meaning, if you're Mekayim half of the nether, then the whole nether is Mekayim. But if you're Mefar half of the nether, nothing is Mefar. You didn't accomplish anything. So if he says regarding the grapes, the grapes is not a good nether, didn't do anything. It's still a full nether. Let's say she says, So she's answering both figs and grapes, but instead of saying in one sentence, she says, By saying that the words twice, it makes it into two separate nedarim, and therefore these halachas no longer apply because... Um, we, we were discussing one nether that has two clauses. These are now two nedarim. So if you're mekayim by anovim, it's mekayim for anovim. If you're mekayim for teinim, it's mekayim for teinim. But they're two separate nedarim. Okay. So by kiyum, if you're mekayim half the nether, it's fully mekayim. But if you're mefar half of the nether, it's not mefar at all. So money masnison. Who is the author of our mishnah? That makes a distinction between Mekayim and Mefar, that if you're Mekayim half the nether, it's fully Mekuyim, but if you're Mefar half the nether, it's not at all. Rabbi Shmuel, it follows the view of Rabbi Shmuel, the Tanya. The Pasuk says that a man shall uh, Mekayim his wife's Nedarim and Mefar his wife's Nedarim. It says, Yeferenu and Yikemenu. Amra koinam te'enim va'anovim elu shanitamas. So she makes a nether answering both grapes and, olive, uh, grapes and, and figs. So kaim l'te'enim, kule kaim. If she fulfills half of the neder, it's fully mekuyim. Okay. Um, go to the next page. Hey for l'te'enim, ene mufarachi, yifar afla novim, div rav But if you're made for half of it, it's not effective at all. Okay. So that's rav yishmol shita. We'll see why the source in the Pasuk in a second. That's Rabbi Shmuel is the author of our Mishnah. Rabbi Kiva Oimer, Hareyu Oimer, Isha Yikimen of Isha Feren. Rabbi Kiva says the Pasuk compares the Kiyam of the Nether to the annulment of the Nether. Ma Yikimenu Mimenu, Af Yifirenu Mimenu. This is just like by Mekayim the Nether, if half of it is Mekoyim, it's entirely Mekoyim. So too, Rabbi Kiva says if you're Mefar half, it's fully Mefar. So Rabbi Shmuel makes a distinction between Kiyam and Hafara. Rav Akiva does not. He says, if you're Mekayim half, it's fully Mekoyim. Then if you're Mefar half, it's fully Mefar. So you have, according to Rabbi Shmuel, if you're Mekayim half, it's fully Mekoyim. But if you're Mefar half, it's nothing. So it's it's like a 100% and 0%. And then you have Rav Akiva, who says, if you're Mekayim half, it's fully Mekoyim. And if you're Mefar half, it's fully Mefar. It's 100% by both. So... And Rav Akiva's source is the fact that the Pasuk compares the Kiyam to the Mefar. Rav Yishmol, Miksiv Yefar Mimenu, Rav Yishmol says, yeah, but the reason why I don't believe that it's fully Mefar, if you Mefar half, is because it's Isha Yeferenu. It doesn't say Yefar Mimenu, it doesn't say Mefar half, it says Yeferenu, which means you have to be fully Mefar. If you Mefar half, it's not effective. What does Rav Akiva respond? He says, Ma'akish Afala Akarab, Ma'akam Mimenu, Afafar Mimenu. Rav Akiva says, that's a very nice drosha, but the Pasuk compares the Kiyam to the Mefar. And if you're Mekayim half, it's a fully Hakama, so if you Mefar half, it's fully Hafara. Amrav Chibar Amrav Yochanan, so we have two opinions. Zudar Vishmal Rav Akiva, Avla Chachamim, they have a different take. Makesh Hakama Lafara, Maafara Masha Hefer Hefer Afakama Masha Kayim Kayim. The Chum have a different take. The Chum's opinion is they also go with Hakama Tafara, but I'll go with Rashi's Pshat. Rashi's Pshat is that according to the Chachamim, just like 
hafara, they agree with Rabbi Shmuel that if you're mefar half, it's not effective. But they take it a step further. They say so too if you're mekayim half, it's not effective. Meaning they take both opinions together. Again, according to Rabbi Kiva, both are effective. According to Rabbi Shmuel, mekayim is effective, but not hafara. So they take both opinions together. They say we agree with Rabbi Shmuel that hafara is not effective, but then we agree with Rabbi Kiva that kiyim and hafara are the same. So just like hafara is not effective, so too mekayim is not effective as well. So that's the third opinion of the Tanoim, and that's of the Chachamim. Okay? Um, fine. Let's finish up to the Mishnah. The Mishnah says like this. Um, I just want to see. Yeah, that's, that's Rashi's Pshat. I'm going to go with Rashi's Pshat. Okay. By the way, this entire daf, I've been going with one shot of the Ran, because the Ran says a few pages ago, um, on uh, I think Sunday's daf, the Ran says that's his Ikrib shot, that according to Rabbi Shmuel and according to the Chomim, and even according to Rabbi, according to Rabbi Shmuel and according to the Chom, when if you're Mefar half, it's not effective at all. There's a different shot in the Ran that if you're Mefar half, it's half effective, but that's not the Ikrib shot of the Ran. So, okay, just wanted to make that clear. Now, we said in the Mishnah that if you say Te'enam and Anovim, it's one nether, but if you say Te'enam Shani Ta'emes and Anovim Shani Ta'emes, the extra Ta'emes, uh, makes the two separate nadarim. Amarava Masnis and Rav Shimon. He This follows Rav Shimon. We've had this before. That if a person, um, if you, a person was given over an item to watch, um, uh, and the five people claim it's theirs, and he says to all of them, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. One statement to all of them. Uh, Rabbi Shem- Shimon believes that it's not a nether, it's only considered one nether, and he's only chayav one carbon until he says a lush of nether to each one. So you see, according to Rabbi Shimon, there's a distinction in the lushiness. So to over here, if you say te'enam va'anovim, it's one lushan. But if you say te'enam shani te'emes, anovim shani te'emes, it's two separate nether. Okay, so that's the author of our Mishnah, that by adding the words ani te'emes, it makes it a separate a lushan of a nether, and that's Rabbi Shimon. Last, uh, we'll do the Mishnah, and then we'll start the Gemara. The Mishnah says like this, Let's say a husband hears about the nether. So we said that he has 24 hours. The husband and the father have 24 hours. Let's say the husband hears that there's a nether. He says, I know there's a nether, but he didn't know there's a concept of Afara. So on Monday, he hears there's hears about the nether, but he doesn't know that there's a thing called annulment. So he doesn't annul it because he doesn't know it's a thing. Wednesday, he hears there's a thing called an annulment. So... The, says the Mishnah Yefar, on Wednesday he could annul it, meaning you get 24 hours when you have the information. Because he didn't know there's a thing called annulment, the clock starts when he knows that there's a thing called annulment. So when he finds out on Wednesday there's a thing called annulment, he gets the 24 hours from then. But, what if the father hears about a nether on Monday? He knows it's a nether. He knows there's a thing called an annulment, but he just doesn't know if this nether falls under the category that can be annulled, right? We've seen it has to be distressed or it has to be bain and No. So he hears about all the information on Monday. He hears the nether. He hears about the annulment. He knows about the concept of annulment, but he just doesn't know that this nether falls under the category of annulment. So, and then he finds out on Wednesday that, it, Wednesday that he does. What's the halacha? So Rav Meir Oymer Lo Yefer. Rav Meir feels he's never able to annul it. Why? So if you look at Rashi, so Rashi, I'm sorry, the Rashi and the Ran, they say he's not able to annul it. Why? If you look, look at the Ran, the Ran says, There's one opinion that holds that Rameir holds you can never annul it. Why? He can't annul it on Monday 
because he doesn't have all the information. I mean, Rameir Shita is that when the Pasuk says that he has to have information in order to know that he has to have all the information. And he never has all the information because on Monday, when he hears about the nether, he has partial information because he has the, ne- the knowledge of a nether. He, ha- he has the knowledge there's a hafara, but he just doesn't know that the nether falls into the category. And on Wednesday... He only gets partial information. There's never a day where he has all the information together. Rash, the Ran says, Because the day that he hears about it doesn't isn't count because he has not all the information. And it can't be the you can't go with the day that he hears about it. Because that's also not a day where he got all the information. Meaning, So Rameir Shita is, it can never be revoked at all. Not on the day that he heard about the nether, not on the day that he hears that it's able to be removed. Why? Because, I'm sorry, this is because that to annul a vow, it has to be, the Pesach says, the day that he hears it, which means the day that he gets full knowledge of the nether. The, the first time that he heard it, he only got partial because he didn't know that it was revocable. So therefore, that first day doesn't work. The day, but it's also, but the other day can't be called Yom Shemai because he didn't hear about the nether for the first time on the second day. So therefore, he can never nullify the nether. Yeah. Yeah, because the first day... It's weird because he got partial information. You see, in the first case of the Mishnah where he didn't know there's a thing called nullifying the vow, he had no information on that day regarding nullifying. But over here, he had partial information. He knew there's a nether and he knew there's a concept of nullification. He just didn't know that this nether could be nullified. Found that on Wednesday. So Monday is Biyom Shamo. It's the day that he heard about it, but it doesn't constitute the day that he heard about it fully because he didn't have all the information. But Wednesday is also not the day that he heard about it because it's not the day that he heard about it. So because of this technicality, he can never nullify the vow. The Chum disagree. They say, Yefer, he could remove it on the second day. Why? Because, or on the first day, because the Chum hold, the day that he heard about it, let's say on Monday when he hears about the vow, if he nullified it, let's say the case is like this. He hears on Monday that it's a day of, uh, that he that there's a vow. He knows there's a concept called Afaris Adarim. He just doesn't know that this nether falls into the category. So out of doubt, he just nullifies it. Rameir would say it's not good. Because he didn't have all the information, so it's not Biyom Shamo. The Chachamim say partial information is mixes kikuloi, so to speak, when it comes to information. Yeah. Um, fine. That's the Machloikis, Rameir, and the Chachamim, and it basically has to do with whether partial information, which is what he had on the first day, is that considered full information for Biyom Shamo. So the Gemara says a contradiction. Rumini will ask a contradiction, then we'll talk about it tomorrow. The contradiction is regarding the Chiv of Golas, that we know if someone kills someone accidentally, he goes to Golas. The Pasuk says, below Raos, he killed him without seeing him. Now, um, so fine. So what what exactly is the case? So it says the Gemara, Prat Lasuma, this excludes a blind person, because a blind person doesn't go to Golas, because he didn't, without seeing, implies that he has the ability to see. A blind person can't see. Rav Meir says, no, a blind person is chayiv to go to Golas. Now, here's the kasha. The kasha is like this. A blind person is only partially aware of the victim's presence, obviously, because he can't see it, so he's only partially aware. Rav Meir obviously holds it by Golas. Partial knowledge 
is full knowledge. Rav Yudah disagrees. So how come, by according to a mayor, partial knowledge is considered full knowledge regarding Golas, but when it comes to Nidorim, he holds partial knowledge is not full knowledge. What's the difference? So this is the kasha that we'll deal with tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow uh, we'll uh, quickly review this last point.